0: Chapter 13 The Underwater Tunnel In spite of the dangers that threatened him, in spite of the suspicions he had, no matter how justified he believed they were, Hawley knew that he must continue to follow orders and carry out his mission. His training and discipline would not permit him to disobey a superior officer, even one whose motives were suspect. If he accepted Control's warning as true and got a hold of an enemy uniform, he'd have to keep his camouflage suit with him always to make certain that the homer was operative. That would add even more weight to the load he was carrying. By now, Solid Snake was carrying with him enough gear for three men. If he could find the homing device, remove it, and take it with him, Hawley could leave the suit of camos behind. But first he had to find an enemy uniform. They didn't come empty. He'd have to empty one. On feet as quiet as a panther's, Solid Snake sneaked up behind an unsuspecting tank guard and rabbit-punched him, out cold. Working fast, Solid Snake stripped the guard of his uniform. He slipped out of his clothes and put the body armor on again, this time next to his skin. Then he climbed into the enemy uniform and made certain the four key cards were safe in his pocket along with the rations. Holly picked up his camos and ran his hand carefully over the entire uniform. Sewn into the sleeve, Justin Hawley located the miniaturized homing device. Now he wouldn't have to bring along the entire uniform, only the sleeve. Ripping off the sleeve, Solid Snake stuffed it into the pocket of the terrorist uniform he was now wearing. Employing the mine detector to protect him from hidden mines, Hawley took his first steps out on the minefield. boom, BOOM! Behind him, Solid Snake heard a series of explosions. The tankied mine had been blown sky-high. It was a monumental diversion, noisy and deadly. Frightened terrorists were running in every direction, yelling in fear. But Solid Snake couldn't stop to look back. Watching every step he took, Captain Hawley managed to make his way through the minefield. Just ahead was a storage shed and a clearing. It must hold something vital, thought Hawley. Using keycard four, he unlocked the shed. Inside... Tied to a chair was a captured snake man. He had been severely beaten. Solid Snake untied the man. Bill, it's me, he said. Never mind the enemy uniform, it's Solid Snake. The prisoner made gasping noises. Hawley knelt by the wounded man's side and put his ear close to the snake man's lips. Dr. Petrovich is on the second floor of building two, gasped the prisoner and closed his eyes. As the man passed out, his fingers pointed to a tile on the floor, one that appeared to be the same as any other tile in the room. But Hawley looked more closely. The tile was loose. He moved it and underneath was Keycard 5. Solid Snake picked it up and pocketed it. Could he believe this man? Was Dr. Petovich on the second floor? Or was it a trap? Hawley made a thorough search of the storage shed. He picked up more rations and made a very useful find. An antenna. Now the transceiver would work a lot better and the radio transmissions from control would come in more clearly. Justin Hawley decided to try for Dr. Petovich on the second floor of Building 2 as the dying snake man had told him. But when he reached the second floor, Solid Snake encountered a huge deep tank of liquid between himself and his next objective. Was the liquid plain water or something far more deadly, such as acid? Whatever it was, Captain Hawley didn't trust the look of it. Even so, he was going to have to get across it somehow. He approached it with a probing look, trying to scope it out. In the center of the tank, deep under the surface of the liquid, was what appeared to be an underwater tunnel. Where did it lead? Was it the entrance to where Solid Snake should go next? Or was it another of Katafi's traps? Or both? Once again, Solid Snake was facing a crucial test. The underwater tunnel had to be investigated, but it might be a false tunnel with no opening at the other end. Captain Hawley could be trapped down there, and drown. Also, he was loaded down with heavy equipment, weapons he would need to succeed in his mission. Although he was a powerful swimmer, Solid Snake would be hampered by the weight of his gear. And who knew how long the underwater tunnel might be? A few hundred yards? A mile? Ten miles? How long could Hawley hold his breath? Which was the failsafe point, beyond which there was no turning back again. None of these questions had easy answers. Precious moments were being wasted in what-ifs. There was only one thing to do, and that was to dive in. Strapping his equipment to his back, Solid Snake filled his lungs with all the air they could hold, executed a perfect jackknife into the water, and swam toward the underwater tunnel. Inside the tunnel, it was pitch black. He swam for what seemed to be a very long time. The air in Captain Hawley's lungs was depleting fast, but there was still no end to the tunnel. It just went on and on, getting darker and darker. And Solid Snake realized with grim certainty that he was in a trap. It was already too late to swim back to the starting point. Hawley's breath would never hold out that long, and he was already beginning to feel lightheaded. He couldn't make it to the surface because the heavy equipment was holding him down as though he'd been tied to a rock. The situation appeared to be hopeless. Solid Snake would drown, and Metal Gear would destroy the civilized world. Yet Hawley could not give up. Not while he still had air in his lungs. Suddenly, he saw at the side of the tunnel a small door. He swam to it and tried it. Locked. By now, things were turning black in front of his eyes and there was almost no air left in his lungs. Perhaps he could unlock the door with a key card. There was very little time left. He'd have only one chance to get that door open before he blacked out and drowned. Which card should he try? The new one? key card five? With wet and feeble hands, Justin Hawley fished the key card out of his pocket and managed to get it into the lock. He was on the verge of passing out, and then the secret entrance opened, and Hawley swam through it, into the shallow gutter at the side of the underwater tunnel. As he did, his hand scraped along the side of the tunnel and found something. Without thinking, he held on tightly to what he'd found. Raising his face to the surface, Solid Snake drew in great, ragged gulps of air. Looking around, he saw that he had reached the other side of a huge tank. He was saved. Wet and trembling with exhaustion, Solid Snake drew himself out of the pool and lay on the rim, panting and gasping. He'd allow himself no more than sixty seconds to get his strength back, and then he had to go on. The mission was waiting. Dr. Petovich was waiting. Maybe even here on the second floor, as the dying snake man had said. Hawley scrambled to his feet. As he was about to shoulder his gear, he remembered that something he was holding in his hand, the thing he'd picked up in the underwater tunnel, he looked at it. It was Keycard 6. And now a game hit. From your friends at GeekAid.com. Don't always believe the map you get or what you hear on the radio. You'll find a lot of misinformation. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, the game's going to try and trick you. Which, I gotta be honest, I don't remember. But that's what it says, and who am I to argue with FX9?